Good morning and welcome to episode 416. So before we launch into today's question, I'd like to apologize because you're going to hear some noise in the background, some cars honking, and there are times that I'm going to have to start and stop. And that's because um, just like with the recording from uh, maybe three or four episodes ago, today is another fuel queue recording day. So I'm making this recording while I'm chilling at the fuel queue waiting to buy uh, fuel. And that's because the uh, fuel crisis in this part of the country anyway, in Abuja and in Lagos, I think, hasn't um, abated. So um, we can get fuel at the official rates of 165, but then we have to stay in queues for um, several hours. So hopefully this is not going to be, um, it's not going to become too much of a thing. I think I've done, since this year started, I probably must have done like 10 or 15 episodes so far on the queue. So anyway, hopefully we get this thing um, sorted out and we don't have to um, do this for too many more months ahead. Anyway, so with uh, apologies out of the way, let's get straight into today's question. So the question today is, can you use surveys to explore or develop um, ideas before you launch into a new business? And the idea is yes. But you have to make sure that you're taking polls from the right segment of people, from the right type of people, from the right category of people. Because if you're getting information from um, a population segment or from a class of people or from a consumer segment that doesn't have the problem that you're trying to solve, if they don't understand the problem, if they don't have the vision, then you're going to get, um, you're going to get um, useless information or you're going to get uh, information that might poison your product. Now, what do I mean by that? For those of you who've been listening to this show for um, any length of time, you remember the time that um, I uh, made that podcast episode about a friend of mine who's a fashion entrepreneur who reached out to me for advice on the website and the app that they would be creating and style selection for men's clothes and uh, things of that nature. Now, I know nothing about clothes. I know nothing about fashion. I don't pay for tailoring services using an app, and I don't know anything about um, user design and uh, things like that. In fact, some people, like my wife and my mom, would say I am tech-averse, and I only use the apps that I have been um, forced to use, like my banking apps, for instance. Every time I go into the bank, they keep hounding me, uh, you can do this on the app, you can do this on the app. So eventually I had to download the apps and so now I use banking apps. And then of course, they're the apps that I have to use for uh, making this podcast um, like Anchor. And then the other apps that I um, use to disseminate my business ideas. So um, what else? Um, so the Google apps, uh, because I blog using uh, Blogger, then there's Instagram and um, what have you. Oh, sorry, I'm going to have to take a pause. Looks like the queue is moving. And I have to keep pace, make sure I don't lose my space. Because you know how things can be. I mean, for those of you who are Nigerians, you know that people are always trying to cut in front of the line. And um, I'm in one of these busy filling stations in Abuja here, so it's a, it's a madhouse. Okay, it looks like we've come to a stop. So, where was I? Um, yeah, my friend, uh, fashion, and the apps. Okay, yeah. So... Now, with um, all these things that I've um, spoken about so far, how I know nothing about fashion, uh, how I'm tech-averse, I know nothing about um, user design, UX experience, um, things like that. So if you use the survey um, or opinion polls from people like me, 
in this context, then some things are going to happen. Number one is you're going to end up making bad clothes. Because if you're talking to a guy who has no style sense to get advice about what male fashion should be, you're going to end up creating lots of terrible clothes. And you're probably going to make an app with poor design and poor um, usability. So that's the reason why the sample set that you use for your polls and for your surveys are um, important. Another example is um, a friend of mine who is in the business development space um, reached out with uh, surveys um, around um, app development. Uh, yeah, app development and uh, gosh, what was the app about again? Yeah, it was a productivity. Well, two apps, one on productivity and then the other on uh, transport. Now, for those of you who've been listening to the show for a while and who are familiar uh, with me and the stuff I'm uh, interested in, I only talk about sales. So I have no specialty when it comes to productivity, and the only app I use for transport is Bolt. So I don't shop around. I don't have multiple apps. In Nigeria, apart from Bolt and Uber, there there are also local alternatives, and I know people who have like four or five of those apps, and then they um, shop around and then uh, things like that. So if you insist on asking someone like me, using someone like me to get your poll or survey data to get information, you're not going to get um, good insight um, here. Because on the transport front, there's only one that I use. Uh, you know, I'm lazy like that. I'm not that adventurous. I only use one. And then again, like I said, I know nothing about um, user experience, tech design, and uh, those sorts of things. So you're not going to get any good insight here. Insight here. So if you're going to send the survey to people that you know, and of course it's a good idea to do so, because obviously these people sent the surveys to me because, well, they know me. And so it might be a good idea to get my opinion on something okay sorry it looks like the queue is moving oh boy looks like the queue is splintering i hope not i really would have it really suck to see that i have spent about 30 minutes in this queue so far only to find out that it's splintered and i am in the wrong queue okay all right i think things are okay Okay, well, anyway, when I'm done with this, I'll step outside and find out exactly what's going on. So where was I? Okay, um, things seem to be moving. All right, uh, so where was I? Uh, yeah, so it's a good idea to reach out to people that you know to send them these um, surveys because, well, you have to start from somewhere. And I think it's a good idea to start with uh, friends, family, and associates. It's a good starting point. It's an easy starting point. And those are people who are not going to reject you because when you reach out to total strangers, then you have another hurdle that you have to face. Um, and that is a rejection because people don't give a hoot about who you are or your idea. And uh, so it's nice to start where you can get some traction. So if you're going to send out the survey to people that you know, then I think it's a good idea for you to ask a few uh, pre-qualifying questions beforehand. Now, for those of you who listen to the show um, regularly, you know that uh, about the idea of qualifying. Now, if you're a newbie, the qualifying is just making sure that when you're having a conversation with someone, that you guys are aligned around um, interests, that there's a want or a need for what it is that you do. You guys are aligned around um, money, aligned around other expectations, uh, things of that nature. So it's important to have all these conversations because um, if I, as a wedding photographer, is talking to um, a bride or a groom and they already have a wedding um, photographer sorted, or they're not interested in the kind of wedding um, the kind of photography or video style that I provide, then I am wasting my time because I'm not speaking to a qualified uh, prospect, qualified um, client, 
qualified potential customer, uh, whatever it is that you want to call it. All those terms mean different things, but on this podcast, we use them interchangeably um, just so that, well, we just use them interchangeably because it's easier that way. So um, it's the same thing when it comes to um, sending out your surveys. You want to ask a few questions to uh, be sure that you have pre-qualified who it is that you're um, talking to because um, there's no point in talking to sending your friend um, a survey, um, a link or whatever it is to ask his questions on men's fashion and style if the guy is not particularly stylish and he can't give a hoot about um, style or how colors match and things like that. So you want to um, pre-qualify. Another reason why it's important to pre-qualify is not just to be sure that you get the right data, but if you're speaking to someone who is qualified, then the person is much more motivated to answer your question. So like in my case, if we had a pre-qualifying question ahead of time, we would have sorted it out and I would have told the guy that, um, hey dude, you know, sounds like an interesting idea, but I'm the wrong person to ask because of this and this and this and that reason. And then he would have had a chance to say, okay, uh, who do you think I can ask? And then I would have pointed him to another of our um, friends who are more, uh, what's that word? You know, much more cosmopolitan in style, much more metrosexual, you know, all those boys that have a flair and pizzazz. So, um, where was I? Okay, yeah, so pre-qualifying questions. So, it could be anything simple. Use, you have to use your own, um, you have to use your own, um, your own verbiage. So, you don't use the exact words that uh, I am going to suggest. Sorry, hold on. Looks like the queue is moving and some confusion here. Unfortunately, the queue has backed up real long and we have wrapped around a uh, busy market, uh, you know, um, these unplanned mummy market types. So, you know, people cutting in past the queue because they have to get to the market and stuff like that. So it does cause some confusion about where the queue is and who is on the queue and things like that. So that's part of the reason why I'm having to uh, start and stop and things like that. Because we inch forward and then you also have to try and figure out, is this person cutting in front of me or uh, what's happening? Okay, so, um, oh, isn't that nice? We have police officers trying to jump the queue. That's the beauty about being in Nigeria. These people are supposed to uphold law and order. But instead, you have them here. Uh, we already have a chaotic queue, and uh, they are here causing more chaos instead of uh, instilling order. Anyway, enough about my rants on um, fuel queues in Nigeria. Where was I? Oh, yeah, so pre-qualifying questions. So, um, so my friend could have just picked up the phone and or sent a text message like, Hey, hey, bro, I'd like to pick your brain about something. Um, you know, do you like to buff up? Do you like to dress up? Uh, what is going on here? Sorry about that. Okay, where was I? Yeah, so you could have picked up the phone and say, Hey, bro, I'd like to pick your brain about something. I uh, have this idea um, about this stuff and blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, do you like to dress up? Are you interested in fashion? Um, how do you decide which clothes to wear? Uh, how do you make your styling choices? Um, is fashion important to you? Uh, you know, those sorts of questions. Because you pick up uh, the phone, you call your guy or you call your um, girlfriend and you start the conversation like that. Um, If you get positive answers to any of these sorts of questions, then um, it means that it's a good idea to uh, keep talking to this person and send the person um, the whole survey. But then if you get negative answers to any of the questions, then you know that there's no point in sending the survey out um, to this um, sort of um, person. So I'm not prescribing that you should ask these kinds of questions word for word, but those are examples of things that you could do, assuming you are in this um, 
uh, fashion app scenario, the kinds of questions that you could ask. Hey, what's up? I'd like to pick your brain. How do you decide which clothes to wear? How do you make styling choices? Is fashion important to you? Do you like to dress up? Um, you know, all those sorts of things. You now know whether this is a um, someone worth sending um, the um, survey to. So if you don't do this, your friend... Oh, okay. Looks like we are moving. Sorry about that. I have to get in James Bond mode. And I can't wait to clear this market because once you get past this market, the queue should be sane, should be sensible. Okay, now back to where I was. I think with all these interruptions and all these starts and stops, I don't think I'm going to be winning any podcast awards anytime soon because this has to be... um... Anyway, where was I? Um... Okay, yeah, so if you don't ask your uh, friends these sorts of questions before you send out the survey, then what's going to happen is that you send the email link, you send the WhatsApp um, questionnaire, you send whatever it is, and your friend is just going to open it up, and they are just going to um, ignore it. And the reason why the average person is going to ignore is because people are not in the, hap- in the habit of responding to surveys without any prior context. You know, So if you give someone a prior context ahead of time, um, they'll respond, um, but... People's inboxes are full these days, so the average person is just going to ignore if you don't give um, any prior context. Now, the only reason why I responded to these people is because I'm a sales consultant. They know that this is uh, what I do. So, um, if nothing else, you're my friend. I I will I will have a look at it. So I'm obliged because of these personal circumstances to keep looking at these sorts of things to try and um, help my friends out. But um, rest assured that. Uh, if this dude, either of these guys, um, or girls, okay, the first one was a guy, second one was a girl. So if this guy or girl sent this survey to uh, their mom or their dad or their siblings, rest assured, the siblings will not answer because they have other things doing, they have a busy life, and so they'll just see this thing and they'll think, oh, Kunle is up to this thing again, another business idea, and then they'll just... Um, um, ignore. So ask a few questions uh, via chat or use SMS beforehand and it's going to help you decide these really two important things. Number one, is this the right person to talk to? Because if you're sending the survey to the wrong person, you are going to get ignored or any information you get is going to um, is going to be the wrong advice around designing your product or your service or improving your product or your service. And number two, is going to provide a relevant contacts beforehand so that they are expecting the survey in the first place and so that they respond. Because there's no point in sending out the survey to uh, 500 folks if only one person responds. But then if you take the time and you have these pre-qualifying chats or conversations or whatever, and you now send the survey out to only 50 people, I mean, wouldn't it make more sense to send out 50 surveys and then you have 12 people respond rather than sending out, you know, a thousand surveys and then two people respond? So, I mean, you do the math on that, see which one is worth your time, worth your, uh, worth the effort, and then worth the, uh, the data, the information that you're going to get um, out, of, uh, out of this exercise. So if you do these sorts of things, you'd have the right information that you have to uh, move ahead. Now, the big question, how does this apply to wedding and event professionals? Maybe not directly. Um, It's not going to help you um, in the wedding and the event space. But um, uh, wedding and event professionals, in Nigeria anyway, are notorious for being multi... What's it called? Are they called serial entrepreneurs? Serial entrepreneurs or 
multi-entrepreneurs or something. Basically, uh, they have multiple businesses. So, um, in that sense, it could be useful so that uh, you know how to go about um, taking polls and surveys and data when you are planning um, your next enterprise that you are um, that you're going to um, launch into. So. Um, that's it. That's how it applies to this space. Not directly, but if you're thinking of branching out and doing anything soon to augment the income that you get from uh, planning your weddings or shooting weddings or whatever it is that you do, then this is how you are going to go about it. So thank you very much for listening to episode 416 today. Uh, hopefully, we're not going to have to make this too much of a habit, this whole thing of uh, recording on the fuel queue. But my rationale is I value you guys' time and attention and I really don't like it when I don't um, keep our, uh, our dates. I don't keep our appointments, you know, when I record one day and then I'm gone for two or three days. So basically, I just try to make these recordings wherever and whenever I happen to be um, out on the road on the queue, um, at a gig, uh, just to make sure that I get these um, episodes out every day. So I hope and I'm trusting that you guys don't mind the candid nature of some of these recordings. So thanks for your time and attention. I will catch you guys at the next recording.